this morning, Robert Moody, better known as Bob Moody, I think, <laughs> has stopped in the studio to chat with me on Biscuits and Bach. And Bob is the music director of the Winston-Salem Symphony. And you've got a couple of other jobs, too. Well, it's funny. You referenced the Robert and Bob portion. I'm, I'm music director of the Winston-Salem Symphony and also music director of the Portland Symphony in Maine. In Portland, everyone calls me Robert. Period. Everyone. And in Winston-Salem, everyone calls me Bob. So I really answer to either. But I grew up in the South, uh, in South Carolina, and have been Bob most of my life. So, yeah, I do have a few jobs. And the other one, I, I have a wonderful festival out in Arizona every February. Great orchestra, members of the Chicago Symphony, Cleveland, San Francisco, the Met, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston are all in this orchestra. So that's really fun week out in the desert every February. So it's one week. One week, four concerts, the orchestra's together for eight days, and man, what a joy. It's incredible. Well, you know, on Biscuits and Bach, we're always interested in what you eat. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, how is breakfast when you leave your native south and head out to Maine and head out to Arizona? Well, when I first left the south, I, I am from Greenville, South Carolina, Truth be told, my family, my entire mother's side of the family, is all from a place called Possum Kingdom, South Carolina. So there's no way that I could have made that up. That's true. Possum Kingdom, (laughs) if anyone knows the upstate, it's near Belton, Honeypath, Anderson County, South Carolina. And there wasn't too much Bach in Possum Kingdom, but there was a lot of great biscuits, I'll tell you that. But when I left the South for the first time was to go to the Eastman School of Music for Graduate School in Rochester. And I was very happy to find that grocery stores in Rochester did have grits. And it became sort of a, a thing with me. I was, you know, the token southerner with my friends, and we would have these breakfast parties. And they wanted me to throw these breakfast parties. So it, it would be at dinner time, but I would make eggs and grits and bacon or sausage and sausage gravy and biscuits and all of this stuff. And people marveled. And one of my favorite memories was with David Ying, one of my dear friends and the cellist of the Ying Quartet, one of the great, great string quartets playing today. And um, David is from Chicago originally. And he asked me quite seriously, you know, he said, so I've always wondered, you know, I've never been to the South. What exactly is a grit? And I, and without smiling or smirking, I said, well, you know, a grit, it, it's a delicacy in the South. It, it grows on trees. I said, you've probably seen the Juan Valdez commercials about coffee and the coffee beans. Well, it's kind of like that. So you have these grit fields all over the South. And, <laughs> and you know, if your grits aren't too expensive, that's when they're sort of just shaken onto big uh, sort of sheets off the trees. But if you want really good grits and the expensive grits, they're hand-picked. <laughs> He's buying the entire thing, <laughs> believing all of it. I, I've ribbed him for many years now after that. But. <laughs> so how did your Southern breakfast dinners go over? Extremely well. Extremely well. I think I think people um, – there's a great movie that I love, I'll confess. It's called Sorted Lives. It's, it's, it's sort of a dark comedy about the most caricaturistic white – Southern, not redneck, but, you know, that side of life. It's a great comedy, and I've had sorted lives parties where it's not just breakfast, but we'll also we'll make country fried steak and fried okra and fried squash and macaroni and cheese casserole, which my grandmother used to make all the time, and sweet potato souffle, which was one of my mother's big hits every Thanksgiving. I find that folks who are not from the South always 
just are overcome with emotion at how good the food is. Southern food and Southern breakfast is a touchstone. So if I'm in Arizona, if I'm guest conducting and I can find a place for biscuits and gravy and grits, that's home food for me. And it's a nice sort of connection for my soul to my roots. Do you find that when you're outside of the South? Do you find the biscuits and gravy? Yes. Just the way that here in the South, you know, if you look hard enough, you can find a great Indian restaurant. If you're in New York, there are some great southern places. There's a place on the Lower East Side in Manhattan called Princess Pamela's Southern Touch Restaurant. And Pamela is originally from Spartanburg area, South Carolina, and it's as good of food as you've ever had. What do you do at home? Do you typically have a big breakfast at home on a normal day, or are you kind of like me and you're running out the door? <laughs> well, no, I, my schedule is different than I think than a lot of musicians. I tend to wake at 6 a.m., because it's when I study scores. Usually it's just coffee and a quick breakfast. On the weekends, I like to then go looking for my favorite haunt in Winston-Salem. Or sometimes you have all the products and just make it yourself. It's a real touchstone. I keep going back to that. Enjoy that smell of bacon frying in the house that sort of makes me, suddenly I'm back in my grandmother's house in Possum Kingdom, South Carolina. That is true. There's something about those smells and just being able to enjoy that that's really precious. For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much.